Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Big Money Small Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Edgar Hall, and uh, today's podcast is something that I am far from mastering, or I should say today's topic of the podcast is something I'm far from mastering, and that would be being a good teacher or the importance of being a teacher. And, uh, and the reason I struggle so much with it, I think, is I'm a really, really good student. I'm a great student of life. I'm a great student of everything that I pursue because I enjoy learning new things and I, and I really enjoy progressing. Now, the problem with that is when you start getting in leadership roles, when you start taking more and more responsibility, when you have people under your belt and when you're in charge, there's still lots of opportunities to learn and be a student. But there's also people that look up to you in a sense of they're trying to learn something from you. And where it gets really bad is if you're just a student is everything's about you. You know, when you're a student, your progression is your main focus. Your learning is your main focus. And all you really focus on is is yourself, right? And so when you're doing that, the people under you don't have anywhere to build off of. If you kind of catch my drift, they, if you're so focused on your own learning, when you're trying to lead others, how are they going to learn? Because not everyone is a great student on their own. Not everyone is great at taking any situation and being able to learn and progress without someone in their life kind of leading them. And I think everyone has a good teacher in their life in some aspect that helps guide them. One of my favorite quotes, uh, I believe it's from Buddha. I guess I shouldn't say one of my, I say one of my favorite quotes all the time, but I believe it's a quote from Buddha that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Something along those lines. And so we all need a teacher in our lives. And so the question I'm looking at today is how do you work on being a better teacher? How do you work on getting yourself into that, or I should say, how do you work on, once you're in that leadership role, allowing others to learn from you, and how do you best approach that? Uh, like I said, I'm far, 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 far from mastering this, this trait. Uh, it's something I'm still learning. I'm a student of becoming a teacher, I guess you could say, if that makes sense. I'm in training for a teacher right now. I'm getting my bachelor's degree. Not actually. I'm just getting my my general ed in teaching, I guess, through life, which I think is the best way of learning. You don't need a degree to be a good teacher. But I'm getting a little off track. It's a little late at night, and... I had a few beers tonight, <laughs> and I'm kind of a lightweight, so I'm, I'm working through trying to get this down. And so being a good teacher has a few different qualities, I think. One of them is compassion, to be able to understand what someone else is going through and not put your own situation into their actions. When you put your own situations into someone else's actions, it kind of starts to make everything about yourself. And when things become about yourself, the other person 
has no opportunity to learn and grow there. And so if you're, let's, let's lose this, let's use this example. If you're working, let's say, any job, and you have someone working under you, and they do a bad job at something, and you go up and you're a little frustrated, of course, because, you know, they did a bad job, and you just immediately go, ah, man, get out of the way, let me do this. I'm going to do this instead. It immediately makes the situation about you because now you're the one doing it. Now you're the one fixing it. Now you're the one taking action. And yeah, that that could be good for you because uh, you got to get shit done. But at the end of the day, that's not how you progress the environment around you. And progressing the environment around you frees up time for you to work more on yourself if you kind of catch my drift there. And so it's really important when you're in a situation like that to have a little bit of compassion and go, well, let's try to understand why this person did it wrong. And the majority of the time, the answer is they did not know. They did not know how they were supposed to do it. They did not know how to do it. They did not know what, why they're doing it. A lot of the times and so it's really important as someone in a leadership role to not just say hey 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 let me step in let me take care of this I mean unless it's something really important then obviously sometimes you have to do that but if it's just a little you know a little project or something and you're just annoyed that it's not getting done right you're always going to be annoyed that it's not getting done right unless you have a little compassion and you say oh where's this person coming from and now let me let me confront the problem. Let me walk up to them and say, hey, you're doing this wrong. And that immediately makes it about them. If you say, hey, you're doing this wrong, let me show you how to do it. Or can I give you a few pointers? You know, it would really make your job easier if you did it this way. And then you kind of go through and you show them and then you let them finish the task on their own and you kind of point out different things because... When you do that, you make it about the other person. And now what that does is everyone has an ego. Everyone has a little bit of narcissism in them where they like the subject to be about themselves. And so when you give them the opportunity to be the center of attention, to be your pupil, your student, it's about them and and they get a little more focused on what's going on. They get a little more a little nugget of information just deeper because they're going to care a lot more about the project if it's their project rather than if it's your project and you're just making them do it, if you understand what I'm saying. Compassion, I think, would be the number one number one factor in being a good teacher. Uh, another one would be uh, what's the right way to say this? There's a book by Jocko Willink. I can't think of the name right now for some reason. Oh, that's right. Extreme ownership. So the second quality I'd say would be ownership. To be able to say, there are people working under me. Every project that they do, I am responsible for. 
You're not responsible for the end product. You're responsible for that person and their work ethic in a way. If they are not doing something right, that is on you. That is on the teacher. Because clearly somewhere in the line, you did not clearly, compassionately, thoroughly teach them the way that you wanted something done or the way something needed to be done, the correct way to do something. And so you have to take ownership and say, hey, it's not your fault. It's my fault. And so let me help you here. Let me guide you in the right direction. Let me teach you how to do it. Because if you don't take ownership, if you just say, oh, that person's piss poor, get the fuck out of here. Let me take over. You make it about yourself. And then on top of that, it's, I mean, like I said before, nothing's going to, nothing's going to ever change. That person's going to be, that person's just going to think, oh my God, that guy's a dick. And then when they go to do their next project, they're not going to do it any differently because you never, you never confronted the problem and you never worked a way around solving it. You never worked a way, you never worked a way around making it better. Now let's say, take the same example and say someone does a piss poor job that is your responsibility. And you walk up and instead of looking at the job as a responsibility, instead if you look at the person as a responsibility and the work ethic as a responsibility and you say, ah man, you know, this guy really didn't do the job the way that I need it done. And so if you stop them and immediately you say, hey, listen, dude, this is not this is not the way this should be done. I need a little more effort out of this. I need I need a little more now. Let me show you how to do it. You know, I know you probably don't know, and I really appreciate your effort cuz obviously you're putting in time and time is really really valuable and I appreciate that you're here. I appreciate that you showed up today. But can I can we take some time to make the time you're giving me a little more valuable immediately they're probably going to be like oh yeah because no one wants to waste time time is precious in everyone's life everyone love everyone loves time if you could have five more hours to do what you wanted to do in life you'd every day you'd be you'd be happier time is very valuable and so if you say hey let me let me show you how to make your time in this work environment more beneficial to to your work ethic. Then what it does is it starts to create a pattern in their mind of, oh, this job is mine. This this the work ethic I'm putting in has a direct correlation with other people around me with other things around me and I can you know the more I progress the more everything else progresses and that's the real key of being a leader is you want everyone else to kind of start getting on the same train behind you and say oh if I can progress myself then everything starts to progress right it's not just about doing a job it's about improving your work ethic it's about improving your your efficiency and so the only way to improve someone else's efficiency is by teaching them through compassion and through ownership to say, hey, you know, the way this job needs to be done 
it's my responsibility to teach you how to do it. And if you don't know how to do it, that's not your fault. That's my fault. And so let me step in here. Let me understand where you're coming from. And let me try to put you on the right direction. Because then once you put that person on the right direction, it becomes a lot easier for them to carry that over into the next job they do. And the next job and the next job. And then they might mess up again. And then you walk back and you say, okay, where did, where did I go wrong? You know, where, what, what teaching strategy can I use here to kind of help this person become the person I need them to be in order to make this work environment thrive just a little more? I don't know if this podcast has been fully comprehensive. Um, like I said, I'm still a little buzzed, <laughs> but I needed to get my podcast out for the day. And this is a really uh, important one that I still don't have a full grasp on. And so I'd like to come back and revisit this. I'd really like to come back and revisit every single podcast I've done. I'd like to do 50 podcasts and then kind of go back and re-listen to every single one of them and, th- and say, how can I build off this and take those 50 podcasts and and redo them all? I guess if that makes sense. We are hitting about the 13 minute and 30 second mark. So I'm going to start to wind things down. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a short one. It was just a little, uh, they're all short, (laughs) I guess. But just the key takeaways from it is when you're in charge of someone, when you're in charge of a group of people or an individual, it's not about your job it's about helping them become the person that you need them to be in order to get that job done it's not about the bottom line and i struggle with that very hard i'm a bottom line type a personality if the job's not done right step the fuck out of the way i'll fucking do it because it needs to fucking get done but that just puts more and more and more stress on my shoulders because the farther and farther i climb up the ladder the more and more responsibility that I have. And if I don't teach the people under me how to be the people that they need to be to get that job done, then I'm just going to have more and more work on my shoulders. And that's not the point of climbing the ladder. The point of climbing the ladder is to have less of a workload on your shoulders and more of a supervisor, more of a teacher role on your shoulders to help other people get where you are. I think that's kind of a good place to end it. I think I summed it up pretty well. I think I summed the best part of it up in the last 40 seconds of this podcast. So if you made it this far, you got the most information. Anyways, I hope you guys have a beautiful day wherever you are, whatever time it is. Just take a minute, take a breath, and say or think, I am going to be a better teacher. And then start taking action on it. Anyways, that's it. Peace out, guys. Beautiful night. Bye.